Hi, I'm Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey, everybody, welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. Of course, keep those, uh, those uh, uh, emails coming at drdrewafterdark at gmail.com and the voice messages. We appreciate that at 818-253-1693. But there will be phone calls soon. Welcome, my partner, Christina P. Hi, I'm so happy uh, to be here. I'm so happy to have you. We're both stammering. We both did a little Larry King just now. Yeah, because we were talking about him. Maybe that got in our head. And I was saying that uh, Tom, I had enough of Tom in one episode, yeah. and he tried to take me into the cave <laughs> with my friend Larry King and uh, dismantle the poor man. Well, did you go? Did you succumb? <clears throat> I, I, can't, I, I succumb to both of you routinely, yeah. as you know. Yeah, you're so happy. Yeah. I and, love it. Saka souffle. And I went, I tipped my Saka hat. souffle. I'm afraid. <laughs> and that now is going to be a new, that's going to be my new t-shirt. Yeah, of yeah. course. Saka yeah. souffle. It's a huge hit. <laughs> People are making the shirts themselves in Tampa. And it got you to listen to the show, Tom. Oh. souffle. Oh my God. It was so great. So how did you feel being with Tom? What's going on with my husband? Uh, I feel like he and I are getting closer. Oh. Uh, and I am more off my guard with him, so I go in deeper. And it, but mm. but to his point, to this point, mm. oh, fire we spend up. a lot of time <laughs> talking about Fed Smoker. Yes. And here's the deal: I realized talking to time, and because we, we did a little RPC conversation, do very little. Mm. And you have to remember when you first had me had your way with me on this show, on YMH. <laughs> I started from the place of, I feel horrible for these people. I feel bad. I feel bad. I feel right. bad. I feel bad. And then I'm dragged into the cave of making fun of people I feel bad for. Yeah. Can you imagine how conflicted I feel? Uh, well, I imagine it's different because you're a medical doctor. What? It's worse. Is it? <laughs> yes, it's different. It's worse. You're not supposed it's, to mock these people no. is what you're saying. And I don't mean to be mocking, yeah. but I'm just relating to your husband and you, yeah, and the mocking ensues. And uh, take Fed Smoker, for instance. Yeah, let's take Fed. Big, yeah. big news big in our news. community. Big news. So when Tom and I were together, Fed Smoker was with us. Yes. Uh, much the next day, he was uh, I devastating. Yeah, I believe news. it was the next day. YouTube pers- Here's the headline: YouTube personality Fed Smoker found dead in Arizona. Yeah. On the side of the road. I should. Give Did you... you see the picture? Yeah, yeah. It was very brutal, and he was holding a jug of his urine. They say. Oh, I thought he was holding a crack pipe or holding a jug of. I don't know. Well, it was he... a jug. It's a gallon-sized uh, crack pipe, then. Okay. Oh, well, is that what it is? I, I don't know, but it, the uh, the autopsy is in, right? Oh, oh Nadav. Oh. Right. So I have the article up right now. If you look, and let's see. Um, positively oh. identified. Hold the on, victim. the autopsy. Do, do you want to take a, a guess as to what you think? <laughs> I, Should I, we play the game? N- no, because I have actually somebody's <laughs> tilted the hat, and, and it, oh, okay. it actually pissed me off. Oh, because okay. it is what the medical examiners always do with, when a drug addict dies, which is they go natural causes. Why would they? Because say there's that? no, because no state. The states don't have a category for. There's no disease state that they acknowledge right. for, as a reason for death. So drug addicts die of natural causes all the time. Natural causes from meth from shutting heroin. down your organs. Yeah, yeah. yeah yes. <laughs> and in, in this case, at yeah. least they gave us the note that he had uh, cardiovascular disease. So he had a coronary disease, meaning that put him at risk as a meth addict of heart, right. of heart attack. A so they're telling us attack. they're telling us it's a cardiac death. That is quite a cheat, though, because it's not really natural. It was there's a direct causal link between. Don't get me started. Drugs. It's not natural. Medical examiners do not understand addiction. They're not clinicians. Like oh. like that guy that does the autopsy show on Reels Network. I, I look oh. at it. I'm, I just drives I me crazy. I want to see that. What do you mean? Talk about it. What is it? Well, he just he talks about autopsies, and he's clearly oh. a well a skilled. Uh, pathologist, but when he starts talking about drugs, he goes just jumps off the rails. Doesn't know what he's talking about. I thought, mm. oh my god, and that's typical. Very. Interesting. T- I had a huge fight with uh, the former L.A. County coroner Yamaguchi. You did. Who was the coroner of just about every every celebrity that died in the '60s, '70s, and beyond? Mm. He screwed up so many autopsies, and he literally was fighting with me. We had a fight. Over whether or not John Belushi was a drug addict. What? Wait, so what are you saying? Is this a lack of education on They're their part? They're not clinicians. They never do Meaning clinical work. They, they don't look work. on a microscope. They look at dead Ooh, bodies. I they see. study this stuff, but they don't have an instinct for it because they don't, especially not drug addiction. You have to really be around that <laughs> to get it. I'm kind of freaked out that I can't find your husband's text to me. It's like, did he, did he, uh, did what, I, can I, was I so you, upset by them that I, I canceled what, them? What, what drew you to working with drug addicts? It's an accident. It was an accident. 
I, I, everything in my career is an accident. Me working with you is an accident. You see how that happened? Do you see no, how that happened? I loved you, and I was like, you're coming. But no, well, but, but I loved you, other. too. Yeah. I watched yeah. you on TV, and I went, eh, I want to talk yeah. to that lady. Okay. And, and, but that doesn't mean that it still wasn't an accident. Did I end up here? That's no, true. No blueprint. That's I didn't true. I didn't come on YMH going, let's invent a new show <laughs> that, I'll be on, that I'll humiliate myself on a regular basis, and eventually I'll get Christina in here as my co-host. God, so exciting. Zero. So wait, how did you end up with the junkies? So, yeah. The what? The drugies? The junkies? So I was uh, moonlighting in a psychiatric hospital. I was oh uh, all the medical. I was the new young medical guy. So I was seeing all the medical stuff, all uh, most of the medical stuff down in the drug unit. And oh. down there was a guy that had had sort of made a clinical discipline out of drug withdrawal. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. A I clinical do. discipline out of drug. Like what system, does this mean? A systematic way of detoxing people. Wow. Never been trained in that. I've treated tons of heroin addicts, tons of alcoholics. All very haphazard what we were doing at the county hospital. What did you do? You just throw them in a room. Give them, give them 10 milligrams of Librium. Let's give the guy some clonidine. I heard that works. You know, no, just very Lock weird. them up like it's in just, train spotting, just some tins of we soup. No, we, so they go through withdrawal. We kind of give, give them Haldol, which is contraindicated. We What's all, Haldol? It's an old antipsychotic. The point is we had no discipline to it. <laughs> and then once we got them through, we'd go, we'd pat, they'd have their whatever, endocarditis or liver disease or orthopedic problems. And we just go, stop doing that stuff, you silly goose. Stop yeah. that heroin. Don't hang around with those guys anymore you'll be fine literally i those words came out of my mouth so i knew i didn't know what i was talking about got interested in it got good at detoxing people was asked to see tons of drug addicts and watch people go from dying to better than they ever knew they could be i watched mm. the miracle of recovery i was like whoa whoa what is that i mean in medicine generally you go from acutely ill to chronically ill mm. that's about as good as you get it if you save people's lives but this was flourishing like amazing and i thought wow what's this and so i got involved in it and then i was asked to be the assistant director with a guy who told me that it'd be no big deal just when to cover on vacation no big deal he quit six months later and suddenly <laughs> i'm directing a program and i did that for 25 years bananas so, so that's all you so that's an accident you're... love line was an accident tv was an accident everything's a freaking accident there's zero blueprint i know i don't know how to make a blueprint for what i do i know how could i blueprint this i know specialized knowledge but now you're the guy that I make knows a blueprint for this i know I can't even describe what it is now. <laughs> and can I tell you, people are so excited. Everybody I met in Tampa that you're taking calls. Oh, yeah, that's going to be good. It's going to be huge. And I appreciate yeah. you being here with me for that. Are you kidding? Be... It's my honor. Yeah. I, I, lo I love you. You know, you're fantastic. Well, you're so much kind. smarter than me when you talk. Don't, don't, I'm trying to keep up and I stuff. I have more I experience your, than you. I'm see your not lips smarter moving. than you. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I, I talk to comics all day. Like, all I talk about is I'm farting. Sorry, I'm and... sorry. Oh, don't worry. We'll do plenty of that. It's, it's your it's like, it's like talking to a smart person. It's so much fun. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna let you get away with that. You not? No, because the, if you you if, let's dial the tape back five minutes. Sure, sure, sure. Where I said I saw you on Netflix and you. Oh, you I know. Saw, no, I. And know. I said that's a really smart person. I right. want to talk to her. Right. No, but and I mean, I as far right. as as far as daily conversations go, okay. I don't talk to many okay. you know, doctors. Well, you, well, you, this you, is. Well, mm -hmm. and to be fair, most moms are stuck in baby world oh, too, which is mind numbing. That's another one. Yeah, I used yeah. to be much smarter, and then these two children sucked I, it all I've, out. That's not the first time I've heard that from yeah. a full time. I used to. I yeah. used to read philosophy. Now I can't even understand. I can't put two cents. Got to get you on read. that. Uh... Don't talk about it. Don't you dare. Why? I don't want to. I'll, tell, I'll talk to you off air. Okay. I'm too intimidated. Okay. They're, those guys are. Gross. I know. And I think it'd be great to hear you in there with them. I've done it twice. <sighs> I can't have time for that shit. Okay. Let's okay, talk right. about your OCD. Okay. So about my OCD. <laughs> yes. Go ahead. <laughs> What so do you, do you know what triggers it when you start organizing? You said you were organizing your vitamins. Today. I will answer all your questions in a moment. Okay. Why does that trigger such delight? I don't know. <laughs> because I like knowing that somebody who's as together as you has the same problems I do. Because I have a cert, I have certain OCDs that get out of control. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when I get into childcare OCD, I'll oh, like yeah. start buying shit on Amazon. Like uh, when I was really bad in postpartum depression, I was like, we got to have enough supplies. Oh, yeah. Um, I have a new OCD where I have to listen to the beginning of Howard Stern show from the music. I have to hear the Rob Zombie song. Otherwise, yeah, well, I can't hear. Well, that's weird. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I love I hope knowing. You have the app. Of course I have okay, the app. Who are you talking to? Okay, good. So. I must know. And I'm hypervigilant. That's another one we talk about. I talk about in therapy. I'm all that. Yeah. So but why but less, are you? Less, less so. I did years and years of therapy and all yeah. that just calmed way down. But I'm biologically set up for OCD and anxiety. That's my genetics, right? That's, oh. my, that's my constitutional setup. So when there's emotional stuff underneath it, it goes out yeah. of control. So now it's just a tendency, right? 
uh, and it's a tendency that will spiral once in a while. And your delight in knowing that I'm just a human being. Yes. Right? Yeah. We, we all have yeah. our shit. Yeah. And I have mine, I, I assure you. And you will continue to expose it as we go along. Okay? I love you knowing I people's stuff, aren't you? But I feel like we need to talk about it. That's what I podcasting agree. is. Is like No, listen, nobody gets more stigmatized than OCD patients. Is that There's right? There's a great organization called IOCDF.org, the International, oh. Order, International Obsessive Compulsive Disorder Foundation. And I gave a talk on stigma for them about a year ago. But they're so and, neat and organized. That's a type A personality. Well, that's, a, that's a useful I know, skill. I know. So that's the thing. <laughs> These things that we stigmatize have assets, right? Yeah. So for me, I started organizing my pills. <laughs> I have medication. <laughs> I have to organize. I've got a lot of travel coming up. And so uh, I wanted to be ready for it. And when yeah. I realized time was running out, I went to semi-panic massive OCD that's what it and started is. organizing it's the travel gives you anxiety because now it, your routine's going to be very it, it, you don't it, know. oh I hate that I hate that, that, that too yeah, yeah and I wanted everything just so and yes. so that's the OCD thing but yeah. uh, but I want to tell you something about OCD and, and something I realized and I, and I talked to them about this in my lecture you riddle me this I want you to think about it okay why do humans recoil and stigmatize from people with brain disorders we really recoil from them I think right? we're secretly afraid of being the same yeah or is it contagious? Something like that. So, so okay. Oof. So one of the th one of the primary emotions is disgust, right? Yeah. And disgust, we think, came from uh, our evolutionary relationship with things that might be infected. Right. They smell bad. Makes they, sense. So they would make us sick. So we're disgusted. We recoil. Mm -hmm. Why would we recoil from a human with a normal spectrum disorder? Right. A common spectrum disorder. I'm not. I. I. I think. Well. Mm. Somewhere in here is the answer. I don't have the answer. But I've noticed the way people behave around people with particular psychotic illnesses and stuff, I have my own weird reaction to it, but, but it's not this, is, have you ever heard of the Uncanny Valley? No. Ooh, pull up a, pull up a picture of the oh. Uncanny Valley. Oh. Uh, the Uncanny Valley is that humans love robots that become more and more and more and more humanoid until they get nearly humanoid and then we can't stand them right it's called the uncanny valley and i right. think i think in there is something about our relating with people with brain diseases as though we're somehow mm. zombies walking dead it's like some sort of weird i don't know well, what because they're similar but they're not 100 percent tuned in i think in. it's something to do with our inability look see we, we oh uh, we i don't like it right yeah, i don't see? like it and we're in the uncanny valley and, and it did you did you google uncanny valley yeah, yeah uncanny I valley human i robot. hate it yeah, right. We yeah. hate it. And I think it's because we fear we can't rationalize with it. Yes. Right? And and I and I yes. notice my reaction to that is I get angry and intolerant. I don't get stigmatizing. I'm willing to hang in. But I get really? I get really frustrated. I get very but frustrated. But that's funny because you don't you treat these people. I, I don't do it. that's not my not my jam. The mental illness stuff. Well, that a, a lots of stuff uh, that does trigger uncanny, but I do deal with lots of it. But the really like really super psychotic stuff. I'm, I'm just not like I'm, schizo I'm, different I'm not, reality I'm not it as angers patient. me too I'm not as patient as I should be because when my mother broke with reality ooh, ooh. there was a real point where she was on another planet she mm -hmm. stopped using the telephone then she stopped sending emails then she was sending me cryptic physical letters right. and then those stopped and it was like she was on another and it it, it gave me rage too right like, why can't you snap into this bitch right. i know you can do that because you remember a time when they were lucid right. and so and paranoia and paranoia specifically can't be reasoned with yeah and so that's why God. i get crazy so you're not you're so in my annoying. brain are sort of constructed the same i think you think so i do we have, so we have cool. anxiety and ocd and all yeah. that stuff i don't know if it's and, genetic with me though uh let's talk about know. your dad yeah, I love talking. About Why do you love talking about my dad? Now let's, let's go there. Why because are you fascinated I, with that? There's something about the the archetype of the Eastern European super par, super crazy smart male <laughs> that does blue collar work. Yes, that's a fascinating. Oh, combo that's interesting. To me because I think they've become political leaders in the past. Oh, really? And they've become philosophers in the past, but they just oh, do their right. job. You know. Right? Yes, and so I, I think keep wanting you to tell me how smart he is. He is. Going, he oh, is. Okay, no, okay. he's extremely inclined okay. towards learning. But what happened was his father died of a heart attack when he was nine. Yeah. And he was made the breadwinner right. at a this, child's this age. The, this is yeah. this. I, and maybe it's kind of my heritage too. I'm Ukrainian, yeah. Belarusian. Oh, yeah. It's all these. Darkness. Rrr, rrr, yeah. Rrr. Oh, <laughs> cockroach DNA. No feelings is weakness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. But I also, I, I, I also abhor weakness. 
I get very upset with people when they're like, I'm a victim. I'll be like, you fucking suck it up, you pussy. That's like, your I, relationship with TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's what it is. But so wait, so what about my father? So yeah, he, he but he had to do, I mean, he had to be a, a forklift mechanic to survive in America. Yeah. And he was not formally schooled. Had he been, I think he would have been really brilliant. Right, but, really they, but, brilliant. but they're, but they, they're just grinders. They just yes. sit and they just do their and thing. And drinkers yeah, and yeah, like yeah. anger and stewing. And, yeah. And, yeah, and there's a certain kind of narcissism there that I no. don't mind. You know? <laughs> <laughs> because it's sort of, but it's sort of, I'm going to say this is going to sound nuts. Yeah. It's sort of steeped in a little bit of a reality because he does yeah. have a lot of horsepower and his point of view is valid. Yeah. You know, and that's we should, the, be, should be listening to him. That's a good point is yeah. that that's why it's hard for me to have a relationship with him because some of the stuff he says is kind of like spot on. You yeah. know what I mean? Like these yeah. guys are fucking loser, man. You know, <laughs> he's got like a good grasp. But I think he just, he hates me right now. Ooh. I don't think he, he does not appreciate because me. Because you're doesn't, too successful? I, is it possibly. He doesn't the, like my comedy. Because there is a deep sexism in that whole oh, he's, area. He yeah. hated Roseanne growing up. He uh. said, this is loud fucking bitch. Uh. She's unfuckable. Like, it's very important to be fuckable the, I, and attractive. Slow, slow, slow down. Yeah. This is the way you talk to your daughters, everybody. <laughs> this is this is how you talk to your daughters. This is great messaging for your daughters. It kind of is in a way. I, I, again, great <laughs> messaging for your daughters. Career in comedy. Career in comedy. Yeah, okay. but 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 I railed against being hyper feminine in part because of my dad's so this really using women for sex and sexual gratification. Uh, you know, he's a narcissist, so he needs a supply. Yeah, yeah, but still so, it made you kind of weirdly realistic about men probably too. Yeah, well, that's why I, I jive so well. Because I get you, it. I, you know, there was a thing in the news lately about an ex-boyfriend killing somebody. I don't know if you heard about this. Oh, it was no. a sort of a public figure-y thing. And I told my wife this morning, I went, you need to understand this about men. When it comes to their sexual objects, they get in this life or death kind of thinking. Is that right? It, it's... Like life I or death, have to have like life or death imperatives in our head oh are involved with that, and it's really disturbing. You mean when we a need man to learn is... to curtail it and help it and whatever? But it's a thing in our thinking, our motivational systems. Like to, I know you're saying like in our in my twenties when I was dating, like boys, when a man likes you, that's my mother always told Watch me. Watch out! Yeah, she said you never chase the man. Let the man chase you because if he likes you, he's going to chase you. And I said that's actually kind of true, and yeah. and I'm old school like that. Yes, it's sexist. I don't think a woman should be calling up dudes and proposing. Fuck that. Right. Let them come to you. Well, but you're going to get the stalkers that way. That's the problem is yeah. you have to weed out the weird beards. Yeah. Because there's a lot of uh, hardcore weirdos. They'll leave notes on your car and the roses. Well, especially the these days. Like, especially these days because they don't have the normal developmental milestones because of the, this thing. Social media. Because stuff. of this. Yeah. They, they hit 24, 25, never having had a real dating life. So once they find somebody, they get obsessed and they start stalking. Wow. And that's the dude, ladies ladies out there, that is cleaning your carpet on Sundays and washing your car every <laughs> oh, two yeah. weeks. Your best friend, he's so nice. <laughs> you cry on his shoulder when those bad guys are making you upset. Yeah. That guy is just waiting and they call him. You'll hear them. They will call yeah. on this show. Yeah. They will They will call once we get the phone lines up, everybody. Yeah. yeah. And they will go. They'll tell the story and now it's been two years and she wasn't into it at first, you know. Which she, <laughs> I, she was the one, but she wasn't reciprocating. But it's been two years of waxing the car and doing the carpets and uh, now it's time. And he wore her down. Now I got time. worn down once like well, that. But yeah. they won't wear them down they just will literally like it's time oh the, it's oh, the, time. the switch the, flips the, the, the women don't understand that he's lying in wait oh. that's stalking man oh. that is full simple stalking and uh and we don't call it out for what it is and the men get stuck in it they're they're as victimized by this whole process as anybody why they, are they, they victimized because they're they this this made them that way and they need to be encouraged to go date and yeah. form, form casual and okay relationships and break them and form them and break them and form That's them. That's another one is that the, the dating and learning like this relate. You know, there's this great teen movie I watched on Netflix. It's called The Kissing Booth. It's so stupid. I love these teen movies when I'm on the road. And it's about this girl's first sexual relationship with her friend's older brother. And it was lovely just to see A, a teenager, a 16-year-old fucking, you know, fighting being normal, I, I just, having a friendship, and then br but breaking up with a guy. He getting, goes to college. It's getting a little you, weird that you like to see the teen sex. <laughs> I don't like the sex stuff. 
I you said it. it. You like seeing but the I, teens effing. But, but I like to see that because there's this other one to all the boys I've loved before, which is about Laura Jean. And it's a very chaste story mm. where she maybe Frenches her boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Not But they don't. Not real. Yeah. What are you yeah. fucking talking about? Yeah. That this 16-year-old boy, he's all horned up. He hasn't touched her tits. Right, right, right. That's right. stupid. Right. And what's wrong with teens fucking as long as they're being safe? When should people start above. fucking? 16 yeah, and above. I agree. Yeah. 16 is old yeah. enough. And, and, and well, clearly not before 16. That The brain isn't quite there yet. I think it's and, too weird. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. but after 16 again with a peer right within two or three years with a peer years, yeah with a peer yeah. when there's a power imbalance new no, no. and what's a, how you think 16 and 16 16 and 16. 17 oh, maybe sure. 16, 17, fine. 16 and 18 18 we're getting we're getting a little bit 16 19 new. oh my god can i tell you some still legal lady wrote into where my mom's at asking she said you know i heard you talking to me who was it yeah drew was it talking to not kelsey cook kelsey cook Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelsey. And Kelsey was shoving stuff in her vagina. Yes, she was. And the mom says, I don't want my daughters doing that. Should I buy them a vibrator? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so that's I kind of... That's a great question. Right, so you tell I, me what my, you would have said. My, our way of dealing with it Because I was, was like, yeah, just let her shove stuff up or twat. You learn that way. You get different sized electric toothbrushes and yeah. make sure there's no latex because that was Kelsey's problem. Her vagina closed shut. She had to go to the emergency room. Can you imagine no. having to go down to your mom <laughs> at 15? <laughs> ma'am, ma'am. Well, thank God there's a Uber. I just, I'd secretly Again, do it I, that, later. That, just, to me, that just broke Kelsey into a career of comedy. I was like, now she can yeah. tolerate anything. Dysfunction, yeah. yeah. So, Not just dysfunction, we should tolerate. Tolerate, you're right, vaginal uh, infections. and She literally sealed it, shut. Because she was allergic to, to the latex. latex. In the, in what the a toothbrush. way to find out. Yeah. Okay, so. So, yeah, yeah so the way me. we kind of dealt with it, we would sort of. Leave hints and then just leave stuff out. Leave hints and then like, leave like stuff leave out. Like leave open-ended like, you know, just if you see something on TV or going, hey, yeah. those look interesting. It's like, and then magically one just happens to be in the powder A dildo? Room, the, something, something in the drawer, you know. Th- we left condoms all over the place. And, uh, Hold on. And they would disappear. <laughs> Hold on. So what you're saying is. So this- you can be direct also, I think, with sex toys. I, I don't have any problem with that. Uh, really? You I, don't think that would be too forward? Well, again, we're 16 we're talking about. Before 16, we're getting a little weird. So you think 16? I mean, the average age of exposure to porn is like 9 to 11. Now. Yeah, So they, they are exposed. And so they, it's, it, you should be having conversations by then. 100%, it, but how, you talk about dildos and stuff? If, if uh, 16. 16. 16, I, I just leave you, I, a vibrator yeah, out. I would just sort of... I, I don't know. I didn't have to do that. I don't know quite. I don't have a good strategy for it yet. It's a really interesting question. I'll sure. think about it. But it, it sort of goes into me where you don't want to freak them out, and you don't want them to think you're watching. You know this, or that you, that, yeah. or that you hand them something that's kind that's of weird, close. right? It's kind of a boundary problem. But to go, yeah. Hey, you know, see something on TV. Use it as an opportunity to talk about it. That's what I was going to. And then, that's, and then magically, some of the equipment is around. Yeah. You know, see, this is what I was telling them on, on my show is that my mother worked at a psychiatrist's office, and she would show me files of the <laughs> of the patients. And one time so, she so, said, so, 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 "Yeah," which is completely wrong. No, I know it's confidentiality. Not just wrong. It is so fucking illegal. <laughs> it is so illegal. She's dead now. Who cares? Oh, did she die? Yeah. What'd she die of? Crazy. She died of crazy. She killed herself? Um, heart failure, congestive heart failure. Oh, what? Cancer. She oh. had lymphoma twice so she, and the, she was the, crazy too. But the, so the uh, chemo gave her the heart failure. Yeah, and cardiac. Yeah. She had heart problems too. But from the chemo. Yeah, yes. So any hoodles, she would show me uh, files. One time when I was nine, she showed me the file of a gay guy who went to the ER because he had a dildo stuck in his rectum and they had to remove it surgically and i think that's what started my anal phobia of putting stuff in my butt so it kind of worked for somebody who's anal phobic you sure yeah. talk a lot about things that come out of the anus i know isn't that weird it is i'm fascinated i love making brown talking about brown but yeah. i don't want stuff to go in my pooper gas. okay i don't think it do you really in your heart of heart think it's okay to have anal sex physically it's not it's not problematic to tear that muscle if you tear if you have it all the time it's concerning yeah and if you put big if you Nothing. Doing one prolapse training. Said at the first show. <laughs> said at the first show. It, it can hand. Think about it. it. Can handle about that coming out. But going in, it's a different dynamic. It's no? a little firmer, a little different, but it tends to be okay. Okay. Uh, but excessive. I mean, I had. A, I talked to a salesperson, a medical equipment salesperson that sold uh, prosthetic anuses. 
What? Because people were having what? Yeah, I know. What do you mean? You put it on over I, your regular I, anus? No, I think it's a surgical thing, like some sort of device that helps put things back together after it's been torn apart. What? You can get a prosthetic anus? I'm not sure what it is or what's... I've never scrubbed in on one of those surgeries. You'll excuse the expression. <laughs> but uh, we should... Wow. Why don't we look that up? Yeah. Madame? Why press, don't we get... Yeah, hold on. Actually, what problem does that fix? Having uh, a prolapsed anus. anus. It fixes a prolapsed anus? It, pro, not really prolapse so much as... Uh, look at me telling him. Uh, it's, it's, what, it's what Christina what think, and her dummy? people call gape. A gape. Yeah, the gape. Ooh. Gapers are when you wreck it, when you have too much butt oh, sex. So right? they're just showing. They're, that's a rope. That's just <laughs> teaching doctors how to do things. Do you know how to do that to people? What? Do you put your finger in people's butts? Oh, all the time. Really? Oh, yes. Tell me about the first time you did it. Uh, I can't really remember, but you're you're in battle mode early in training. I mean, you're just doing you're stuff. You're just blindly like, you're oh my gosh. You're doing stuff all the time for, you know, 14, 16 hours a day. That doesn't and seem productive. And I can't productive. remember the first everything. I do remember the first time I walked in an ICU, though. And um, this was in the MASH days of county hospital care. And it was a neurosurgical ward. And uh, there was about an 18-bed ICU. And it was 5 in the morning or something. And the neurosurgeon goes, this guy needs a swan, A-line, trach, vent, swan, trach on that guy. That guy needs a chest tube. This guy needs an A-line. I'm going to be in surgery until 7 o'clock tonight. You guys go ahead. I didn't, know, I didn't know the words I don't he was know, saying. I don't and know what a swan is. Swan Gant's catheter into his heart. Oh, shit. And so I was literally, I had the instruction manuals <laughs> on the chest of patients <laughs> while the nurses were talking me through what to do. Because that's a, these are a massive group of, in, of procedures that had to be done, had to be done quick. And so two medical students and an intern were doing this. Amazing. And that was back in the day. And after that day, I could do anything anywhere blindfolded. And, and I just could go in. I could yeah. just go into battle. Send me in, chief. Do you? What do you think that does to you as a person, as a human? It. it, it what, how does that I, change it, you? It, it has it to. It didn't desensitize you. me at all. It, really, it, it gave me a confidence that I could do whatever was required to help somebody procedurally or otherwise. And it also as a, as a way of prioritizing. This was the thing I, I think we're missing in training right now. You know, not sleeping and being overstressed and being asked to do things that are, mm-hmm. that are way outside of your comfort zone and still stay as the priority is the care of this person mm. and don't worry about your feelings or anything else. It's extremely important. Is that right? Is that why they do that to you? So I that think you're able to that's function it's extremely no matter important what. For me. Yeah, no matter what, yeah. you can put that person ahead of everything yeah, else stand-up's the same going on way. in your life. Is it? Stand-up just like that? No. Uh, yeah. Actually <laughs> similar, yeah, in that you, you the training and then doing these shitholes for 15 years you become a, a comedy warrior, yeah. yeah. And you do it sick, you do it well, you do it with diarrhea, you do it when your mother dies you, mm. and you're five months pregnant, you do it when your dog dies, you do it no matter what. Yeah. You don't fucking call in sick because you don't feel like That's it. That's interesting. Same, it is the same kind of deal. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. I wonder, do all comedians experience that? Uh, the good ones, yeah. yeah the ones that are career comedians, you best believe. Interesting. You go through sleep deprivation. You no, go, a lot of them have, yeah. that have been interviewed in this room have said things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. most of them like it, though. I love it. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I'm a maniac. Yeah. And and, and I liked my training a lot. Oh, I bet. A lot. Of it, it was brutal, but I liked it. But I I'm really thrived in it. Because you feel, invin- not invincible, but you feel pretty confident Pur- as a human now. Purposeful, meaningful, yes. involved. They're just constantly, there was, you were doing something meaningful and important, I thought. Yeah. I think that has gone, too, now. That's work. gone in, in yes. society? Now, physician extenders can do the work. They don't need you. Oh. And uh, it's, it's troubling. It is. And now let's get back to the show. So we got a lot more to talk about. Oh, uh, my did we get? Uh, we promised we were going to do a little Fed Smoker. Oh, yeah, yeah. man. So this is a RIP Fed Smoker. Uh, I started concerned about him. I got worried <laughs> about him. I guess, Nadav, you have video of me saying... Uh, this <laughs> no, is... I, I mean, it happened on the last episode where it was, you know, you straight up pretty much called how it was going to happen. You're like, this doesn't end well. This is not going to go. You knew way. it. And well, I, I think thought... at the point that you said that, he was already technically dead, just unconfirmed, <laughs> wow. which is wild. Wow. Well, I, yeah, I, I, to be fair, I think in my head, I was either thinking he was going to get involved in some, something violent, like there was going to be a violent end or a medical end, one or the other, but it was going to end. These things progress. This is the thing that drives me out of the homeless thing. Yeah. These are all progressive illnesses. They end in death. That's it. And so if people don't get their head around that, Portugal and all that bullshit out there in Portugal where they made drugs legal, they're finding them are all dying. Oh, shocking, mm. everybody. Shocking. Well done. How's the homeless problem going? What are we doing? Nothing. 
Okay. Well, we're just a little bit on the margins, so but I okay. want to talk about it. We'll I love it. it. I love talking about it. Really? I like watching you get fired up. Oh. It's my favorite. Uh, now, how come I feel I feel uncanniness towards a Fed smoker and these mentally ill folks, but they don't enrage me; they tickle me. What's that about? What I think they're about? very amusing because my mom and her craziest. Sometimes she was fun. Like she would yeah. wrap up uh, toilet magazines and give them to me for Christmas. Fantastic. And I would be like, this is the fun part of having crazy mom. Yeah. And, and yeah. to be fair, <laughs> what is drama? What is, what is, when oh, we, when right. we watch. Aristotle, what did he say? Well, well I, I'll give you a little different. <laughs> he, he, my, he had tragedy and comedy. All yes. That. It's crazy people acting crazy. All right. We we are drawn to it. We like it. Yeah. Same people are not very interesting. Look at reality shows. Look at celebrity rehab. Best show on television Thank ever. Thank you. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's people with brain illnesses doing their thing, and we are fascinated <laughs> by that. We are. And That's what see, reality shows became. It didn't start that way. Didn't it? When I was on Road Rules, they didn't cast. They had one crazy person on our cast. One crazy per cast. Well, you now weren't on the Road Rules group that I dealt with, were you? No. No, okay. uh, no I'm Road Season 6. I don't yeah, know yeah, what you okay. dealt with. Like one or two. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah. But there was only one crazy mm-hmm. per group. Now it's all crazies. Right. They that's select. Different. They select for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's appropriate. Yeah, it's more fun. It's more interesting. Yeah, yeah we didn't fight enough. <laughs> <laughs> but Fedsmoker looks scary and sad to me. However, he was so psychotic, he mm. got that anger thing going in me. Mm. Like, like I was like, oh, I'm not very tolerant of this. Mm-hmm. So I was probably a little more judgmental and intolerant mm. than I should have been given the guy with that deadly what, illness. What, what's the anger? Like, come on. Come on, bro. Same thing we were talking about earlier. Take, take a look at out. this. Take yeah. a look. Yeah. Well, I'm on record for a moment. What is this place, anyways? What is this place? Um, you don't need to film me. Oh, I, I'm new to documentary. Listen I don't, here. I don't care. I don't want to be. This filmed. is America, you dumb son of a bitch. See, okay? Already, you I'm dumb like, son of a bitch. I'm a- <laughs> so I'm, yeah. I'm mad at both of them now. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're dealing with a psychotic person. Don't engage. Don't engage. Uh, and and the, yeah. and the psychotic side, I'm like, I just, I, w- I want to stop you. I just want to stop you. That's Do you want to hurt him? Do you want to punch Feds? Mm, be no, honest. Be honest. Yeah. yeah probably you a slice piece of that. Yeah. Not slice throat. And punch punch his nose. Yeah. But to stop him. Yeah. To, to, to stop sedate him. And, and stop him. Stop, stop it. Subdue. Stop it. Yeah. I can tell you no anytime I want. You're a fucking baby raper on your face, okay, cocksucker? You want a baby raper? You're the one who looks like a baby raper. Baby raper. Would you escape from jail? You know what drives me crazy? Go ahead. The, those guys, the Fed, the Fed rapers, whatever his name, Fed smokers, Fed raper, <laughs> Fed smokers, they, they end up in jail, and that is not the right place for them. Absolutely not. They should yeah. be in a mental uh, right. facility or something, uh, just some kind of structured something that deals with this. But but I have a very strange reaction mm. to psychotic individuals, which is I want law enforcement in force, like right now. I want you guys Get to show up and surround this guy, and let's help him take him out of here. Take him. That's not a good impulse. On Take my him part. away. What do yeah. you? What should be your impulse? What's the should? Should be uh, more tolerant, mm. uh, a little more uh, show of force without use of force. You need a structure right. around. But them. I like your idea of just like lock them up, put them no, in. Not a, lock them up. Put them up in a dungeon, like in the medieval period. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Or what's that era where we? Yeah, we lock the crazies up, the hysteria. You mean all of human history? Yeah, and then like there's like a little slat yeah, on the door, and you no, throw no. in bread and water. No, what's wrong with that? Out. They not don't good. even know what the difference is. No, He'd be they, happy. Not good. He would I, but like I, it. I do. No, he would not. Oh. But I do believe <laughs> that there there'd be a reason to help bring people somewhere till they clear. Yeah. Because you know, when they clear, they go, what the hell was that? They're like, after their oh, episode cycles, yeah. you mean, after he yeah, comes But you're down. not allowed to do that to help them clear mm. and, and then let them do what they want to do. And, you know, unfortunately, the meth addict will go back to the meth. That's the problem. Is it such a bad impulse to give them an island? Yes. Why? You're back to the, on the uncanny <laughs> valley. What's Why the matter not? with you? But Alcatraz. It's you just said how entertaining and fun they are. <laughs> I like them, yeah. but, but they shouldn't be among, among oh, us. Oh, my God. Are you. Is this wrong? Yes. You know, I'm thinking we should create a perfect I'm race. thinking I'm rethinking my partnership with you. <laughs> what you if we just, just took the blonde hair, the blonde hair, blue eyed? Okay, what, what's his fascination with the baby raper? What's this about? What do you think's going on? It, it's some paranoid accusation about law enforcement, as though mm. they are doing bad things. It's again, there's a lot of paranoid, delusion. delusional stuff My mom in was here. paranoid too. What would she She say? was convinced that my stepfather was having multiple affairs. Oh yeah, and perfect. That he yeah. was stealing from her That's and all this shit. Low level standard paranoia. So <laughs> I'm sure. Boring. Got, yeah, I'm sure he got more involved. <laughs> yeah, later on, she would have dossiers on my husband and I. When I went through her belongings, mm-hmm. she would print out interviews my husband had done and highlight areas she felt that he was cheating on me or 
Yeah, and she would hear a podcast and she would write down things that she felt were incriminating and stuff. It was wild. It was pretty interesting. What? She heard a podcast? She listened to your mom's house. Your podcast? Mm -hmm. And she, because we weren't speaking at the time, and then she would write down phrases she would hear me say or something that was meaningful to her. Oh, so you were secret messaging her. Secret messaging her. That's schizophrenia, yeah? It's psychosis. Psychosis. Ideas of reference. Yeah. Yeah, the, the TV's talking to me. Yeah, 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 a lot yeah. of that stuff. Anyway, that's a but, boring according it, it, to Dr. Drew. But it's weird. Standard. But it's weird for somebody to get that late in life. Is it really? Yeah, it's because you, you get it 18 to 22, it's part of a schizophrenic syndrome. And, oh, she was always and, she was always a little off. But it makes me wonder if there's some medication or something involved with this that set her mm. over the edge, you know, a substance or whatever. Mm, she mm. wasn't a substance user, mm. but uh, she no wouldn't Adderall take those meds. No. She wouldn't take them. She wouldn't How take them. Interesting. Did she have a stroke or anything? She did. Oh, well, that's what, that's the other thing that will yeah. do that. Oh. Yeah. Stroke. I had a stroke. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hated it. Usually it's men that get that way from strokes, interestingly. Oh. In my experience. So I they get very paranoid, paranoid and bipolar and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's what she did. Yeah. That was after her stroke. The thalamic stroke, yeah. Oh. Was it midbrain stroke? Do you know? Not sure. Mm. I tuned out when we'll she told me stuff. have to get some of those stuff. medical records that you've <laughs> accumulated. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll find some other people's data in there, too. Oh my God! I don't want to. So know. let's hear a little more Fed Smoker stuff. Aww. We want we want a little homage to Fed Smoker. Aww. We will miss him. Uh, I feel bad for him and his family if there is any family lurking around. Go ahead. So um, I would like to thank you for having a great oh, police chief this pissed me and off. a great sheriff. <laughs> really and did. none of you guys are getting this stamp on your face, which is baby a, baby yeah, rape or stamp. Yeah. It's such a waste of public resources. Yes. when you do shit like this. Yes, I this know. is why I was pissed. I'm like know. there are, is a city council sitting there <laughs> oh, with the Arizona flag behind them, wasting their freaking time. No, look. They at should my... be able to go, sir. Bailiff, I'm sorry. And I'm they sorry. can't. Why can't they be like? I don't get know. Out of here, man. I, because they're idiots, in my opinion. Because See, I feel like I, we're on the same side, but you're not coming over completely. Where we should just be like, this guy's crazy, and then exit to stuff like this. Yes, yeah, 100. percent Yeah. When it's wasting public resource, it's wasting time. It, everybody, it should not be tolerated. Yeah, period. I agree. Yeah. But why, why, why are we so PC that we can't just be like uh, because this guy's we do, because because people are idiots and they don't understand brain diseases exist oh. and it's just hey man he's just that guy whatever he's you, that whatever funny. Fain, he's, just, he's hey, wait a second, hang a second. He's just feathering it. He's just feathering, he's just it, feathering it, dude. He's just feathering it. He's just that guy. He's just feathering it in front of the city council. Uh, he didn't have hair um, at that first clip that we saw, so he had feathered it all the way off in the first one. <laughs> I'm just so <laughs> sad that Tom didn't get to see that because it would have brought him such joy. He, I've never seen a tape. Which of, part? The feathering generally was Tom's yeah. favorite video of it, all time, he I, said. I believe it. Yeah, and so if he could see him feather it all <laughs> off, I could just imagine the joy, the joy it would bring to your husband. So I think I believe this is a little feathering action, is it not? Is this one? <laughs> you nailed it. Wow, Drew, you really are starting to like understand which clip is which. I love it. He's so, in there. I'm traumatized by all of them, ladies and gentlemen. Hair of beauty, <laughs> Sean, the barber shop, and so I'm telling you, that's crack. That's that crack? Meth. I mean, meth. 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 Could you have treated him? Could we have? If yes, we you could have up? treated him, but treating meth is almost impossible because they won't sit still. They won't stay in treatment. They bolt. And so, yeah, they're they're paranoid, they're they're manic, and they get the hell out. I don't know. It makes me laugh so hard. What is in meth? It's just horrible, isn't it? It's It's amphetamine, right? It's meth amphetamine. Sure. And it's different than cocaine in the sense cocaine, again, these are gross over uh, simplifications of our brain chemistry and biology, but essentially cocaine works by blocking the reuptake of dopamine in the synaptic cleft. So dopamine accumulates out there. With amphetamine, it's pushing out the dopamine, right? Wow. It, it takes it and pushes it out. And over time, the vesicles, you know, we, we have these synaptic buttons and these little vesicles, little packets of neurotransmitters form in them and then release and form and release. Well, this is pushing it all out with amphetamine. And then the vesicles eventually stop forming normally, but the neurotransmitters keep getting formed. And it, they aren't, because they're not taken out of the cytoplasm and put in these little vesicles, they become free radicals and they move up to the body of the cell and they kill oh, it. And that's where the brain, the, one of the theories of where the brain death comes from from amphetamine. Gotcha. And it's why cocaine doesn't kill brain cells. So cocaine is a good thing for you, is what you're saying. 
Put that, in should, a pub, put that in a public service announcement. I should be doing cocaine. That, not, is that not, another T-shirt? But yeah. <laughs> but I, here's my For upset. me to be proud of, by yeah, the way. Yeah, you should be proud of as a medical doctor. You're endorsing people doing cocaine. I do. I've always said that. When meth came on the scene, at least in the 90s, and everyone was doing it in high school, I was like, ew, why are you doing meth? Yeah. Do coke if you're gonna be be a fucking grown up and do cocaine. Do if coke you're gonna... like do coke like Christine. That's the t-shirt. <laughs> do coke like it. Christina. Paint your it. paint your get your hair black black. Yeah. yeah. Fingernails dark, yeah, 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 not yeah. black, but deep purple. Get right. Weird. You didn't yeah, go yeah. all the way. No, black. I did black. I was you did black. very depressed okay. and fucked yeah. up. Yeah. So, so angry and yeah. Black fingernail polish I've noticed is a sign of mental of what? Uh, well, you tell me it, signs. It, it, it's that's when they uh, deep purple it can be a can be a fashion black i, agree. I know there's a mental health mental issue. illness it, you're off you're I, off I, I, something Something's something wrong. needs intervention it's oh not, i agree not a parenting problem i agree and the black fingernails oh not a parenting problem well parenting may have contributed to the problem yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, time yeah, for a psychiatrist yeah. is what i'm saying god i wish i had yeah. had a psychiatrist when i was a teenager me too fuck right it. yeah i wish it were common practice i yeah. wouldn't want them to put i never really thought about it till just now wouldn't it what, be great because i because i did go to therapists and stuff when i was uh, in college and they were bad yeah they just weren't good yeah oh my god i know uh, imagine how much better off we, we could be perfect by now had we well, started it's not perfect it's just less suffering less suffering because i suffered so with panic I. and anxiety and stuff same and, and just needlessly i didn't go to and therapy until 34 and ha had i, I went started 31 32 and, you know and it was great I know. But to be fair, who knows if we could have done that? You know, you got to be right. ready to do it. And you got to know when you're with the right person and stuff and what that's, you need. That's true. It it's a process of finding the therapist, being at a place that you can look at yourself. I had a psychiatrist friend of mine who we used to just, we used to chat about our lives all the time. And it was time for therapy. And she spent about three weeks thinking about somebody for me and found the perfect person for me. And? It was, it was great. It would, but I mean, I'm so grateful for her for giving right. it real thought taking it very seriously the, right. the, match, the match and it was great it was yeah. beyond great can save your life my lady saved my life for sure for sure yeah what do you think you don't agree with that she changed my world um, and Lexapro let me just tell you that should change my life it, yeah. it just took that little grinder off in yeah, my brain very helpful yeah any side effects no good just yeah, being rad, wearing colors for the first time in 30 years. Finally taking just, off the black Yeah, colors. I mean, joy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know joy, but I've had it, I guess. I fucking love it. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. No. For me, medicine saved my life. Medicine. Being the practice of medicine. The training and everything saved my life. That, that, oh. that was how I feel about that. And I, and I, you know, I worry about young people today finding that thing. Yes. That saves their life. Because you all drift. We all drift in adolescence and young adulthood. Right? And that's part of the process. And I think it's seen as like, you should be a millionaire by the time you're 20. Uh, and why aren't you uh, an influencer at 13? I think the millennials have that, that. that sense of themselves. Yeah. And that's false. It's self-imposed. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep, they yep. need to be awesome. So more Fed Smoker. Oh, sorry, he, deser sorry. he deserves an homage. He deserves a oh. lot of attention. Actually, uh, I wanted to introduce another clip. Uh, a Fed Smoker? Uh, kind of. So it almost feels... <laughs> Feels like when God closes a Fed smoker door, he leaves a Fed smoker window. Slow open. down. There's profundity. I want wow. the philosopher yeah. to chew on that for a minute. Well, it's true. When God closes a crazy door, a door, he opens an insane window, and another lunatic is brought into the YMH family. But I, I think though, there's something more profound when it's a yeah. Fed smoker closure and opening why is that right. i don't know it's my sense of this whole thing so i'm guessing mm. i'm gonna feel pretty bad about this one <laughs> oh, you that's definitely all i'm will. saying uh -oh. so here we go and be angry too so it's those <laughs> two great emotions that fed smoker kindly evoked in me <laughs> i'm just trying to help you i'm sorry but i don't need your help y yes you do motherfucker uh -oh. wow. you do you do need my help sir can't you see that you son of a bitch could you please <laughs> just let me check out my groceries fuck you i'm trying to help you motherfucker mm -hmm. I'm, I'm in yeah I, i'm in i i i I, I'm all about her. Well, and it's also the mix. But she's not taking the video, so that means we might not get more. It's also oh, the, there's more. The oh, mixed good. the mixed messaging of I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's adversarial and helpful, which is kind of interesting. I'm liking that. Okay. 
We're all sinners. Okay. Uh, he was not, he's not going to uh, force you to do you're it. You're sinning right now. No, I'm not, motherfucker. You fucking <laughs> accuser. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking oh, accuser. There we go. You motherfucking accuser. This is the stuff Get I the hate. Get the fuck out of here. So stop, stop. Yeah. The odd, over-the-top reactions. Yeah. By the hell out of me. You get out of the public. They should, the, they should I, I immediately, I imme- It's immediately what my yeah. brain goes to. My brain goes to, okay, that's it. I, I'm done. Let's get order. Uh, yeah. Uh, but because it's the out of control and odd, yeah. it's not can't be reasoned with. It's totally out of control. See, it's funny. You go to anger. I go to a little annoyance, but I'm instantly smiling. Like uh, if I were to see this well, in let's, public, let's make, I would Let park. us make Christina smile. Yeah, I like it. Wow. You motherfucking accuser. Yeah. <laughs> accuser of the fucking brethren, you motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> hey, they are related. Don't stop this. <laughs> Keep it going. Christina's full smile. Because he won't repent. Because <laughs> why did I say what did she say? Because he won't repent. The devil comes out. The devil comes out of her mouth and it's like, "Excuse me, ma'am, are you okay?" Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to straighten this guy out. No big deal. Yeah, he's what, the one wrong? with the problem. Something wrong? Yeah, it's because it's center. I got to. I got to work on it. I, the the devil. Yeah, Beelzebub had to speak through me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he's laughing. Well, yeah, it's great. Well, because the switch, the switch was funny. So, Too, bitch. Oh. I totally understand. Um, <laughs> uh, Hyper religiosity. Yeah, that's that's a sign did of. Did your mom get it? It's she did. She, it's so funny you mentioned. Mm-hmm. I just put away one of her Bibles today that she had highlighted and yeah. circled. And what, what is that? When it's when, part of the psychosis. Yeah, and it goes to eventually the devil's coming or the devil's oh. in you <laughs> or I'm Jesus. It goes to these grandiose places. <laughs> See, it makes me laugh because <laughs> it was very it was horrible to find. Honestly, like. When I went through my mother's belongings and I found stop. all Just this. Just stop. I was Just like, stop. I can't take anymore. I can't do it. Because it's so weird. It's like, how does the brain even, how does this woman, how is this even real? Like, I don't understand why. You motherfucker. <laughs> it's pretty real. And she's just keeping it real, to be she's fair. keeping it real. <laughs> Um, my mom used to be convinced that people were always doing her wrong. Like one time we were at a sushi restaurant and the yeah. woman sat us too close to the bathroom in her opinion. Oh, yeah. And she was like, she sat me close to the bathroom because she doesn't like, she's a racist, that fucking bitch. And I was like, wow. Yeah, I don't like that thinking. I, I don't like either. it because it, it's unassailable. It doesn't give us any room to common ground. It's just. There's no, uh, we don't share reality. Well, yes. No shared reality. Right. That's no shared key. discourse even. So will Lady Fed Smoker continue to be a, a feature? <laughs> or can we find more on her out there? Will oh, people well, send us more? You know, one thing that's actually interesting about her. Is, one uh, thing? Please. Is that we have covered her on your mom's house before. We so have. She has multiple. Yeah, Christina, let me know if this. The apple juice? The apple juice? No. Yeah. Oh, let's see this. Yeah. She- driver's license number. I don't have to give that to you. Let me see your driver's license. You're out of police officer. Oh my gosh, she's a fake smoker. You yeah. my vehicle. Yeah. Give me your driver's license. You pulled right out in front of me. Yeah, and when someone pulls in front of you because there's an emergency, you slow your I rear end down and you stop. He's like an 18-wheeler. How's he going <laughs> to slow down? Right? Unrealistic expectations. So keep going. Okay, these have are you ever cars. had someone have an emergency? <laughs> these are not cars. Pull in front of you? These are not cars. They don't stop on a dime. It doesn't matter. You have to be far enough behind. You know what? I'm going to tell you the whole You should have picked up my trash. The whole thing's on video, I bet. Right? How do people have the wherewithal to turn on their video camera in these situations? Hey, if you're a truck driver, you're like, oh, like this? Yeah, yeah that's weird like, to me. Mm, yeah. I, don't ha- <laughs> I never have that I, sort I, my, of. My thumb, I wouldn't be able to take the time yeah. to find the videos thing i'd be so stunned this exactly. one was screaming i would never exactly but thank goodness he has the i love that they do the it impulse. though <laughs> yes thank, thankfully for us <laughs> no you didn't you want to go see what you left i left the carpeting and the you were supposed to pick up everything no nope, four bags yeah oh before. you are in so much and deep crap week, well you wait till your boss tells you what you He's gotta on pick his up way here too, you man. think you right. get to decide I what i feel like i have it do you yeah. have it <laughs> <laughs> I don't like when they're like too when she's so angry 
this then repetitive. It, then I start to get like, all right, bitch. But you like when she talks up. like the devil, though. You I like, like the devil. Yeah, Satan stuff yeah. amuses me because that's yeah. really mythical and weird. Okay, right. Gothic stuff. Yeah, I like that. Was oh, another one? <laughs> this is just continuing in the, oh. the other one. She's just giving it to everybody in the store now. Okay. Get away from me. <laughs> Just call the cops. Oh yeah. Stop trying to talk to her. No, I agree. Oh, there. You like that? I do. Okay. I like the motherfucker. It's so, like New York City. It's like every, you know, when you went yeah. to New York and you're like, oh. you motherfucker. Yeah. You motherfucker. So we need to let the your mom's house people, yeah. the mommies, figure out a way to get her to believe that. There are baby rapers out there. We need we need <laughs> to transfer the baby raper moniker, and the and the transition right. will be complete. You're the, right. The window will have fully opened. Because there's nobody out there looking for chomos. Who's right. out there doing that work? Right. We need to pass the baton. So, but we need to like. You're right. How do you seed that? I don't know, but your people are very resourceful. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. forget <laughs> it. They'll do it. I know. I've seen. Yeah. They attacked. They're uh, very powerful, what's the, the mommies. The country singer. What's that? Oh, Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. Oh, I it know. It doesn't stop. Oh, I know. They're, they're not only relentless. resourceful, they're relentless. Yeah. That's the other thing. I don't know how we garnered such. We're so lucky. I don't know how know. we got this. I know. But it's, they're so dedicated and diehard. We should do a little, a little convention or something with some of them. I would like a gathering. Not, a, not for comedy. Like a juggalo thing? <gasps> for the. <laughs> a gathering of, of YMH listeners? A like Bobby, a festival. A Bobby gathering. <laughs> <laughs> Would we have you Fago? Come? Love Fago? No. No, you don't like Fago. What do we no, just water. Wine. Water. Water. Yeah. Water. Yeah. Wine. yeah. water. Fest. And denim. You have to wear denim to get in. Jeans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would like that. I think we should do this. Okay. Let's. We'd have to have we'd, some comedy to be disappointed. We've been talking about a festival for a long time. It's actually been in the works. Oh. We just have to find. We're going to do it like in one location, central in the United States. To, you know, plan it like a year out, maybe. And a then everybody fest. come. It would be And then we can do cool. our podcasts and stuff from there and everything. 100%. All right, we'll do it. It's 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 in the works. We need needs a, it needs an, a, a uh, mommy world. Get let's get a just call it high and tight or something. High and tight, yeah, you know, <laughs> the high and tight festival, right? It's getting closer. I know. We it needs a very good name. High and tight, the Gene Fest. No, high and tight's closer. How about FGTRTD? People get confused about that. But but send your suggestions to Christina. Where where should they send them? Oh, send it to your, email ma- your mom's podcast. You can, you can, yeah. And you can email me to it. Uh, yeah. Dr. at gmail.com. Uh, let's do a little few voice messages just so we can get... This is not what our new show is going to be. No, way. we're waiting in the we're, interim. We're this is us getting to know each other and getting to know you all and making a little homage to our buddy, the Fed Smoker, who will be missed. Yeah, yeah. And, we'll be, and we'll be setting up live calls. Hopefully within four episodes of this episode, we'll have it up and running. Okay. In the meantime, we have your voice messages, and I love them, and let's get one. What's up, Dr. Drew? I was in a pretty traumatic car accident when I was three. I don't have any memory of it. There's not anything physically left behind from that. But I was just wondering what kind of um, issues might that have psychologically on me. I am in therapy now for a lot of anxiety and depression and, you know, shit like that. Yeah, I was just wondering if you think that fucked me up. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, sir. Thank you for your service. Thanks for the, the rebel yell at the end. So uh, it's it's possible, uh, but not necessarily the case, right? I mean, you, a child can go through something wild like that and be reflexive. Can mm-hmm. um, resilient, resilient can be resilient mm-hmm. to that. However, the fact is, depression, and anxiety makes me wonder if there's some stuff. And so, doing things like EMDR or some kind of trauma-based therapy that sort of gets at whether or not your body is in this fight or flight response all the time and trying to sort of look at it and calm it down in various ways uh, that might have some utility. But that really depends on the therapist. I am guessing that there's other stuff to work on. That's what I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah. Yes, there. Trauma is held in the body. Don't they say that? And there's right. Yeah, but it sounds like there's there's a whole listen. It's not going to be one isolated incident. It, exactly. I and doubt and, you, that. and the kind of trauma that really does its work on people is something called interpersonal trauma. Oh. When a grandfather sexually abuses you, yeah. when a mom hits you with a fucking baseball bat i mean these are the traumas because the attachment object is at the same time the source of the trauma so your brain can't deal with it it's going towards the person for relief yes and it's the source of the trauma at the same time it's a very screwed up 
spot for the brain oh, to be in, especially like, young brains. Well, that's why hitting your kids isn't a great idea. That's exactly why. Discipline. That's it exactly, never was a great idea. That's exactly I why. I beat the shit out of my kids. Your kids are going to be fun. wild maniacs. <laughs> One more or another. Hey, Drew. My name is Greg, and I was listening to your recent podcast with Tom, and you were talking about Fed Smoker. Mm. May he rest in peace. May he indeed. Then you brought up the subject of having Bert do meth. And my question is, if Bert did meth, would he be Fed Smoker 2.0? Keep it high and tight. Chocolate mm. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's already starting. I like the way he had chocolate loud and clear, yeah. but souffle was messed Choc- up. Chocolate, chocolate buffet. <laughs> now, with the debate, just to be clear, what was I? I briefly caught that you were talking about about yeah. Bert doing. Yeah, I'm just thinking, what would we, what would we call? Him? You know, what would Bert be like on our photo Dude, that would be off the chart. Yeah. Uh, but we, he would need, what would his name be? I mean, it would not be Fed Smoker 2 because Bert would not go down the, the law enforcement path, I don't think. No, but he would definitely get skinnier, which would be a positive would thing be a positive. for Bert taking But he would meth. also drink more, so he may not get that much skinnier. Like you're, so you're asking me how much more, what kind of psychotic would Bert be? Yeah, what would we debate. call him, really? Oh, fuck, I mean. Bert be crazy? Well, his teeth, well, anyway. Oh, the yeah, teeth, the yeah, teeth would go. Fall out. Yeah. Well, we'll Is think he okay? About what do you mean? With Bert. his teeth? No, with everything. Is he... Yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, he's standard. It's I haven't heard anything... Um, I haven't heard the anything. surviving? Yeah, just doing the same shit, right? On yeah. the road, drinking, right? Yeah. Not sleeping enough. I don't, I don't know, know how, how he stops. exists. I don't know either. Because he's in his mid to late I got to go 40s. on his podcast. I got to go over there. I, for four months, I've been trying to get on that podcast. Can I tell you what I've just been trying to get him to do is just go to a psychiatrist and get medicated consistently yeah. versus like take a Xanax and oh, drink. No, like no, 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 he no. needs to be taking a daily something to bring that anxiety down. Yeah. He's very anxious. Yeah. And he might be a manic too. It's hard to tell. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, possible. But I don't want to interfere with that too much. It's a pretty uh, joyous experience his mania. Right. Right. But I would like to help him with his anxiety. Yeah. Because like, you know, a lot of people use hypomania in their functioning. Is like, that right? But like then, really successful businessmen do that all the time. Yes, I, I used to work for someone that would go through phases of just swell, like creativity. Yeah. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then it would just kind of normal. And then yeah. is that what that is? Yes, Hypoma- yes. But yeah. then is it bipolar? Do they crash it, it is, and get depressed? They, they can. Some of them just stay up for long, long, long periods of time. Yeah. They, they, I think I'm a little bit that way too. I, yeah, me I too. need lots of stuff. I, I don't know if it's my OCD or what, but... I, I, I go I get through off, bursts. I get off on the stimulation of working a lot. And, oh, you are a workaholic, yeah, I yeah. would say. Yeah, but I'm not doing that much. I, I, I get I get high on working for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not doing, it's not out of control. Are you able to sit and be quiet? 100 and sit on? No problem. Really? No problem. You turn off and you're done. No you're done problem. being Dr. Drew. Yeah, I was, wow. I was a beach rat when I was a kid. I was a young oh. adolescent. And so I can just go into that mode like, boom. No yeah, problem. Same, same. Yeah. I like oh, to have downtime. Yeah, that's why uh, we. Yeah, I love the ocean. Oh, I didn't. Do I know that? Uh, no, I've never told you that. But it's my. It's the place I feel freest and happiest. Yeah, me too. I love. Were it, you I living feel by free. there growing up? Mm, yeah, here I grew up in the in yeah, LA. Yeah, but I mean, but still, we're no. But we went to the beach every weekend yeah. in the summertime. My father and I, and it's just for me. It's so your my happiest wasn't place. All bad, by the way. Well, See? growing up, he was. More than, no, he's a bit of a narcissist. He's yeah, not all bad. He didn't hit me. The best kind of narcissist, though. Yeah. I just wish he weren't such a... He's so mean now. He got meaner. Is he drinking? Yeah. Well, that makes people mean. And the brain is... Something's going on. Mm-mm. He was just like a party dad. Sounds great. No, I know. He was fine. He wasn't connecting with me or anything, but... What do you have to do for him to be a good daughter for your own benefit? Wait, what? Ask that question again. Let's slow it so down. So you're not going to get much good out of the relationship. No, there's nothing to be but done. But there's things sometimes we need to do as children of an adult, a children of right. a parent, for ourselves to say, I've been a good daughter. I oh, did what I needed to do. I see that as getting basic need. Make sure he's not eating dog food that he's he's cared for. But I thought you don't have contact with him anymore. Yeah, that's fine. I don't need, what am I, well, what am I getting out of the relationship? Nothing other yeah. than being a good daughter. But then, but the contact is abusive. It's, Always? He says, yeah, well, what happened? Well, I'll, I'll talk about it off air. No, Ooh. he can hold it together a little bit. And then I put the boundary down. And then he gets outraged by the boundary. And then he does, does something. Does he like to break. visit his grandkids? No. 
No interest. No, mm, that's, not that's good. the problem. Yeah. Is if if he did, did you ever address that with him? No. Mm-hmm. He gets. He would get envious. He'd come over, and then he. I would be paying attention to my son at the time. I only had one. And he would be kind of like quietly like grumbling to like, why are you not paying attention to me? Wow. I was paying attention to the baby. So that's kind of why I'm like. I've got to get you guys back together again. Why? It's horrible, but not I don't need it. No, you don't need it. Do I need it? I don't need a daddy. The world needs it. <laughs> the world needs these two together. I'll bring him in. He'll, he, he, oh. yeah. <laughs> he would hate it. Hate but I don't, but, but Drew, I don't need a daddy. So why would I? You. Well, who's it for? For you being a good daughter. I am a good daughter. Mm. Come on. What do I, but, but what's the good in me to set myself up to be no, his I punching bag? No, I don't want you to do that. That's not good either. I'm being a good mother by staying away okay, from that maybe, abuse. Wouldn't you, maybe. wouldn't you I think I'm him? idealizing him a little bit. You are. Yeah. I don't know why you must do that. I don't know Why either. are you have to we idealize gotta, we gotta it? got to figure that out. I don't, I think you can't tolerate that I had two nutty parents. It's I, rough. I think it, I think does, is that what it is? Like it can't possibly be a two, there's something. Two for... Okay, I think there's something romantic about your dad's craziness ah. in the sense that I loved Russian novels when I was a kid. Yeah. and Dmitri I was got my you. favorite. In okay, Brothers Karamazov. I, your I never bar- read that. I'd go and, kill myself and, your, and read that. Your father reminds me of Dmitri. Okay. It's like these sort of full of life, you know, crazy, oh. manic, alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's something romantic about those guys. Okay, smart. I got you. Engaged, that but he was grabbing everything with two hands. He was like that, and now he's different. Well, it, he it lost doesn't that part. it doesn't go without consequence. Yeah, yeah yes, yeah. You, you live fast, you oh, no, burn yeah. out. Oh yeah, no, if you're he lucky. burned it out. That's the he was that's like, the least that. Happens. But I like that guy. See, that's the guy I like. Yeah, and if he were still like that, I don't give a fuck. Come over, have a sandwich, a coke, and a smile. But he can't behave himself. That's the problem. So maybe he's got a little dementia on top of him. It's sad, right? <sighs> fuck off, Drew. What are you doing? Saying, to me? All right, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it. I have recently increased my fiber in an attempt to be more healthy. This change in diet has caused my browns to become the consist- consistency of soft swirl ice cream. Good. Wiping has become a bit of an issue. As Adam Carolla said, uh, <laughs> it's like trying to get peanut butter out of a carpet, a shag carpet. <laughs> He's, he had, he had, Adam Carolla has two classic brown comments. One was mm. that he has so much hair back there that <laughs> it's like trying to wipe peanut butter out of a shag carpet. Mm-hmm. And if somebody cared to try to find his asshole, it'd be like trying to find Santa Claus's mouth. <laughs> How descriptive. Right? Well, how lovely his wife. Why doesn't he just wax his, his a-hole? Could you, could you wax Santa Claus's beard? <sighs> Is it that hairy, that Hungarian-ness, I guess. All below the belt. It's like a centaur or something. What about you're not hairy guy? Not at all. Your beehole's Look at this. Like it's weird. I have like weird no-hair guy. Are you always like that? I have some here, but yeah, there's always nothing on the arms. I'm not a very... My yeah. beehole's pretty hairless. Like, lucky. Do you know of any wiping techniques that can yes. help, or should I just go back to low-fiber diet? Um, you maybe do a little Kegel exercises. To pinch eh? off the loaf. Just so you get the, get the finish it up there. <laughs> As you get older, your, your, your anus becomes a little more patchless. <laughs> and so people as they age tend to do a little bit more digging, I've noticed. <laughs> Uh, and you're, I don't know how old you are, but you're having some of the same issues. And so the, like the one wipe chucks and stuff, the wet, the one wet wipe tri- No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to disagree with Go you. Go ahead. I'm an expert in this field. Okay, please. Ouch. Number have one, the one wipe Charlies, you flush them in the toilet, they wreck your plumbing. Okay, I've destroyed so then, okay. two houses. Okay, then that's no good. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, um... The pinch, I agree with. Yeah, and and there's the Kegel exercises in the pinch, and there's ways to put a little more f- bulk into the stool, and you got to kind of experiment with fiber and stuff. Well, and you, may may I suggest your very easy solution here? Try to time your bowel movements in the morning so that you you drink your coffee or whatever, you take your dump, and then you go shit to shower. So now you you shit to shower. Yeah, man, you do an exploratory shit, the shit to shower technique. Yeah, man, one cursory wipe to get off that first residue. Otherwise, you're doing the infinity wipe. Yep. And then just shower. And then once you shower, there's no more leaky butt. Why? Why do you get leaky? You know, you get leaky butt where you wipe and then like hour later you'll go back and like there's a butt stamp. Why does that happen? That sounds like hemorrhoids or pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had it in a very long time. But it was pre-pregnancy. Do you have hemorrhoids? Mm, pregnancy. So then you have them. Yeah, okay. So yeah. So that's, that's kind of that. That's that. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. We learned so much on the show today. It's so good. It's so good. I'm, I'm so proud of myself. Yeah. Do you feel like your education went to good use doing this show? Yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> Are you glad you're highly educated now? It, it makes me proud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is going to be fun, everybody. we got many, many more shows to come <laughs> with know. your calls soon Can't enough. Can't wait. Nadav, get those calls up. So b- before we go any deeper here into this cave that we, you and I, that both Christina and Tom dragged me into, um, what's coming up for you? Road dates. Can you pull up my dates, bro? When does this episode drop, Native? This is coming out this Friday. Christina P. Online, San Francisco, Cobb's Comedy Club. All my shows are almost sold out, so you better get on that stuff now. Look at that. Ice House, March 7th. I'm so pissed Chicago. we're going to be out of town. Now. Um, I'm so, okay. It's Don't on my again. calendar. I'll do it again. Miami. I did come once to the Ice House. I know. With you, I, I know. Yeah, okay. I love it. I want you to see yeah. my hour now because it's changed significantly uh, since you've seen it. I'm Eddie. I'm Miami, Eddie. Addison Improv in Dallas, Caroline's Comedy Club, New York. Oh, my God. I'm going to be in New York on that Oh, day. come. And Shuli's opening for me. Oh, my God. And the Wack Pack's coming. Oh my God! Yeah. I think I'm doing Teen Mom those days. No. Oh no, no! Oh my God! <laughs> gotta go. Are they coming both days? Or well, Julie we... goes because he goes. You know that the Wag Pack's gonna come to your shows in New York because I'm on them. I'm like, yeah, that's the plan, bro. Des Moines, Iowa, the Funny Bone, and then finally, I am doing British Columbia, the House of Comedy in New Westminster. Finally, doing Canada, stand up live okay. in Phoenix, Arizona, hilarities in Cleveland. And the Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club in San Antonio, Tejas. And um, a very special announcement coming up soon. I don't want to blow my load yet, but a very exciting year coming up. Tickets Ooh. at Christina P. Online. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay, listen to your Christina P. Carolines. I'm going to make it on the Saturday show for really? sure. Really? I would love if you could do that. Let uh, me know if you want early or late. Is Susan uh, coming too? Oh, yeah. Good. Uh, do you know Shuli? Oh yeah, he's the best. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Oh, it's perfect timing. Oh. I'm, it's, I'm, I'm going to be in Pennsylvania like the day before I have to give a talk, but I'm coming back that morning. What are you going to talk about? Drug addicts, drug addiction, mm-hmm. usual. How it's their history, fault and history they're weak of, people and stuff. Yeah, that's it, Christina. Why don't you history just of fucking opiate stop? Addiction. Why don't you? Well, that's the name of my lecture. Strangely <laughs> enough. <laughs> strangely yeah. enough. Why don't stop, you just fucking stop? Stop doing it, dummy. So, yeah, so good. I will be there. I love Shuli. Which Whack Packers are going to be there? I don't know, but I've heard that they can't find, um, what's the guy, Bigfoot. He's MIA right now. Oh, really? He's my favorite. He's my favorite, too. And Underdog. Underdog Lady, I find a little little too irritating. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's too irritating. Susan Muldowney. But Howard asked me when I was on the couch, when I was being the interview, and he goes, "Uh, you're interested in the Whack Packers? I go, who's your favorite? I go, I was. I said Bigfoot. Well, he, I am. And he was. It is. It and, is. And and he was shocked. Howard was actually shocked that I was in. Like Howard's not that interested in Bigfoot. I thought found. I'm interested in sour shoes. Oh, I want to go talk to his parents. I do too. He Be- lives with them so. because I want to find out how things changed after the whack in the head with the baseball. Yeah, thing. that was significant. I think. For him. I think that's when this. Listen, there's all these stories of people speaking a new language and stuff after head yes. injuries. So this is one of those foreign things. accent syndrome. We've covered on yeah. your mom's house. <laughs> Um, what do you think's wrong with Bigfoot? Oh, that's congenital. That's like your brain's born with brain stuff. Yes, it is. Yeah, the, What's the, that? It, it, it's some weird, it's a tick, essentially. Oh. It's a tick. Because he stopped doing it. Did he? Well, last I heard. I he doesn't do it episode. so much. Because most of the time now he's just going, huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's about all he's doing now. But that could be the pot. Just blunting a little Why bit. are we so taken with Howard? Let's talk about that. We have a new show to do. Let's, okay, sorry. Let's, let's, do, let's that do it. Let's, we'll write it down. Write it down. Why are we taking with Howard? We'll talk about that, and we're going to talk about any and some of his... Uh, oh, I can't wait. Yeah, some of his brown experiences. We're going to talk about you and musicals. Oh, fuck uh, musicals. And uh, we'll talk to your... Get your voice messages and all. Thank you all for being a part of this. We do appreciate you uh, supporting the people that support these projects so we can keep on doing it. Uh, and thankfully, we have great supporters. We have great products oh that, we, that we present here. So I'm delighted to be a part of that. And we'll see you next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. 
Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.